All right, everybody. Somebody go ahead and start the music. to the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The professor is in. Hey, hey, I want to welcome you back to the podcast. Thanks so much for listening today. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I hope it's been a great week for you so far. And I hope that uh, great things are happening for you this week. I want to start by asking a question. Have you ever worked for a toxic work place environment have you ever worked inside of a toxic workplace environment i'll let you think on that more than likely everyone listening to this podcast will say yes at some point in your life you have worked for a toxic workplace environment and you're probably thinking about that place right now i know i am i know i am i want to ask you another question how did it make you feel uh, every single day going to that toxic workplace environment Mm-hmm. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. So here's what we're going to do today. Is we're going to talk about this because this is important. I think it's important for you as a person to understand this, but I also think it's important for you as a leader to understand what makes a toxic work environment so that you can do the job as a leader to make sure that you're not creating toxic work environments. Okay. It, it is amazing to me the older I get the more I see people in situations where there's so much control and there's so much, uh, there's a need to um, force your way. I'm not necessarily talking about you, but you get what I'm saying. There's a need to force somebody's way um, into a situation. And, and it's really sad when that happens. It's, it's really sad to see that. Uh, so let's talk about this today. The signs that you are in. So this is from CNN. It's actually from their health section, health. And uh, this came out July 20th, uh, 2022. So this is a recent article. And the article title is, These are the signs that you're in a toxic work environment by Sarah Milano, who works for CNN. Here's the article. With labor unionization efforts underway at Amazon and Starbucks, people quitting in record numbers and continued delays in returning to the office, uh, workers appear to be putting their foot down when it comes to less than ideal work situations. Bosses and employees alike should care about the quality of the work environment, research has shown. A 2020 study in the Intentional Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health determined a toxic workplace can be, quote unquote, can be detrimental and lead to unnecessary stress, burnout, 
depression and anxiety among workers. And I know that to be a fact because I've dealt with that in, in my own life. We're literally waking up every day, my heart racing a thousand miles a minute, it felt like, because I had to go into this place. And just all the anxiety that being in that place caused, I never, ever want to experience that ever again. Further, it found that negative employee well-being will spread to other workers and bring down the quality of the work they do. The study also found the inverse. Employing well, employee well-being increases work performance and a workplace that actively supports employees brings sustainability to organizational performance. Basically, a toxic workplace is bad news for everyone involved. On the worker's end, the increased stress and depression of poor work life can also put a strain on interpersonal relationships, said Alicia Powell, a therapist who, whose areas of special practice include work-life balance. Here's what Powell has to say. Many times, employees can bring that stress home to their families, and it's something that impacts their day-to-day life even when they're not at work. You've been there before. You know, you've seen the cartoons Someone gets yelled at by their boss. They go home and they kick the cat, right? The cat, you know, it's just like this whole cycle. Or they go home and they yell at their spouse. Their spouse yells at the kid. Uh, you know, the, the kid kicks the cat. And the cat's wondering, what did I do, right? It had nothing to do with, with anything the cat did. It had to do with the dad or the mom, whoever, you know, br- you know bringing it home from the toxic workplace, it happens, right? It's hard to keep that outside of the home. And then you bring that negativity into the home. And I've done that before. And I will tell you, that was not a good thing. And I've, I've tried to maintain that in the future, that will not be something that I will do. The article goes on. In addition to worsened mental health and strained relationships, employees may also turn to drugs or alcohol to cope with stress said Dr. Kristen Fuller, a medical reviewer specializing in mental health and addiction with a background in family medicine. Here, experts share how you can help, how you can tell if you're in a toxic work environment and what you can do about it. So let's talk about recognizing a toxic workplace. That's important, right? You've got to recognize it first before you can make, before you can take any action with it. The article goes on, signs of a toxic workplace aren't necessarily as obvious as a lot of people believe, Fuller said. You, uh, you, your mind might go straight to verbal or sexual harassment, right? So sometimes we think about that. It's just, it's the boss that is just toxic, right? Verbally, is, you know, um, harassing people, sexually harassing people. But it isn't so straightforward. It's not just as straightforward as that. It's in any workplace that makes you feel uncomfortable, Fuller said. Anything that makes you feel like you can't ask for the things you need and that makes you feel like you're not supported. A toxic workplace can be an environment in which an employee may feel stuck, right? So that, so here's what I'm reading right here. Toxic workplace doesn't necessarily have to do with the workplace. It has to do with you. It has, it's how you feel. If you feel stuck, it has to do with you. There might be other people in that environment who thrive in that environment, who like that environment. But for you, it's toxic because it doesn't make you feel comfortable. I like that perspective on it. Which is another point I want to make here is that if you're in a toxic workplace environment, be careful about calling it that to other people because somebody else may actually have a positive uh, interaction with that environment. Now, more than likely, it's not the case. More than likely, if you're feeling it, somebody else is feeling it as well. But that may not always be the case. You need to understand that a toxic working place in environment is any place, any work environment that makes you feel uncomfortable. 
So it's really about you. Do I feel comfortable here? Do I feel stuck? Do I feel empowered? Right. So I do. Do I feel uncomfortable here? Yes, I feel uncomfortable. Do I feel stuck? Yeah, yes, I feel stuck. Do I feel empowered? No, I don't feel empowered. Well, that's you. Now it's a toxic workplace environment for you. So that means you have to make decisions for you. Don't don't bring everybody else into this. Right. Don't spread the toxicity. Don't be the cancer in your work environment. That that's really important because it may not be for everyone else. And if it is for them, they're going to see it. Right. And maybe that's a conversation you can have on your last day. Somebody asks you, well, why are you leaving? Well, you know, for me, this just isn't a great working place environment. Here's some of the reasons I have. And they may look up and say, oh, my goodness, I've been feeling the same way. But they may also look and say, man, that's interesting. Wow, I love this place. I love my boss. I love the structure here. You know, maybe it's a competitive environment. You can't stand competition. So you might say this is toxic. And look at all this competition and everybody's out for themselves. Somebody else looks at that and says, man, I thrive in this, you know, in this culture. I love this. Right. So toxicity doesn't necessarily have to be with the culture. Now, it can be for sure, but it may just be you. And that's OK for you to say this is a toxic workplace environment for me. It's, it's like somebody who gets in a relationship with somebody with a certain personality, whatever that may, whatever that personality may be. And they start calling that other person toxic. No, it's not necessarily that the other person is toxic. They might be, but it could just be that that relationship is toxic for you. The other person could be a good person. It's just not working out for you, right? So it's any workplace that makes you feel uncomfortable. The article goes on. Many times with the toxic workplace, people are not given opportunities to move forward or to get promotions, okay? This is Alicia Powell talking here. Being passed over for promotions or not having any upward mobility can really impact workplace morale, knowing that no matter, that no matter how hard you work, there's no promotion that you can gain. Now, that's important. I, I don't know if that necessarily makes it a toxic work environment. Again, it makes it toxic for you. Some other people might thrive in that. They're like, I don't want to get promoted. I don't want to have to work any harder. I just want to maintain. So they might thrive in that. Um, but I will say that this is a sign especially if you're a person, maybe you're like me, you're kind of ambitious, you want to keep moving up. If you get into an organization where there's no place to move, it's going to become toxic for you. Let's keep moving on. A telltale telltale sign of a toxic work environment is when supervisors micromanage employees. Now, that's key right there. Okay, now That has nothing to do with you and it has to do with that supervisor. That's usually a toxic person and it's a person who hasn't dealt with some insecurities or whatever it might be within themselves. So now they're micromanaging you. When a manager closely observes employees, constantly checking in on every little task, employees can feel like the company doesn't trust them. If you're being micromanaged, you're more likely to believe that your job doesn't necessarily have your best interest at heart and that your job doesn't fully trust you to do the role that they're paying you to do. Another not so obvious sign of a toxic workplace is the idea that you should be available all the time outside of work hours, right? So if I email you at 11 o'clock at night, you better email me back. No, that's toxic. Now, these are some some signs that work on the outside. But again, I want to say there might be some people who thrive in that. They love being on their email 24-7, responded to 24-7. So again, remember this word toxic means it's toxic for you. It doesn't mean it's toxic for other people. Some people may thrive in micromanaging environments. They love it, right? But if you don't, that means it's a toxic work environment for you. It doesn't mean it is for everyone else. So don't be a cancer in your workplace. Employers may ask you to work weekends or longer hours without additional pay, Fuller said. And those can be smaller red flags that people often brush off as regular work culture. Powell said this toxic work 
culture is also demonstrated when employees feel obligated to respond to work-related calls, emails uh, off the clock, which constitutes unpaid overtime work. While most jobs aren't going to say, we expect you to respond after the workday is ended, many times there's an unspoken expectation. That could be a sign of a toxic work environment for you. So here's what you do. Okay, so what do you do in a toxic work environment? If you find yourself in a toxic work environment, Powell and Fuller both advise that it may be time to look for a new job. I would say that's probably key right there. If there's something going on and you find it toxic for you and it's consistently uncomfortable, you're giving you uncomfortable feelings, then you know what? It's probably time to move on. That doesn't mean that the other uh, place is toxic. Again, this you could apply this to relationships. It doesn't necessarily mean the other person is toxic. It means it's toxic for you. If you're consistently feeling uncomfortable in that job, in that relationships, it's toxic for you. So it may be time to look for a new job, a new relationship, right? You can do all the coping mechanisms. Here's Fuller talking. You can do all the coping mechanisms to deal with it, but I don't think you should be dealing with it. I think you should just get out, right? So again, I'm talking about culture here, but this almost goes to relationship. If you're finding it toxic for you, then it's time to get out. Powell said she encourages her clients to establish an internal timeline for their job searches, perhaps setting a goal to begin actively looking for a new job within the next three to six months. She also recommended keeping records of any actions or behaviors in the workplace that indicate an unhealthy work situation while you're in the process of looking for new positions. However, quitting immediately before securing new employing is not feasible for a lot of people for financial reasons. If you can't just up and leave, Pal has some suggestions. So if you need to stick around this place that feels toxic to you, here's something that you can do. Try to make improvements at work. Okay. You should think about what boundaries you want to enforce and begin working on them. If you want to show your work, your coworkers that you're not available outside of office hours or work hours, but you're afraid to say it outright, you can set up your phone to send calls to voicemail when you're off the clock or set your email signature to say that after a certain time, you will only respond the next business day. If there are issues you want to bring to the attention of your supervisor, you can make it less daunting by writing out a script for yourself. Outside of work, Powell recommends, Alicia Powell recommends, um, Implement more self-care practices into your daily routine, such as physical activity or a hobby. Powell also emphasizes uh, seeking therapy to manage work, uh, work-related stress. And I'll tell you this, and I've been honest with, this, with you about that on the podcast. I have sought therapy in my own life, and I will tell you, it has been a game changer, an absolute game changer. Okay? Therapy works. It helps you sit down with somebody, and it helps you, uh, you know, if you have a good therapist like, like I do, then they, then this person helps you see your flaws and you know, they're not toxic. They're not making you look well, yeah, your boss is this, this is, and, and again, my therapist would say this, Hey, it's not necessarily a toxic place. It's toxic for you. So you need to remove yourself. So a great therapist, a great coach, a great counselor, a great friend, even if you can find a friend who can process this with you will help you see, Hey, stop blaming them. Look at yourself. You're here. You've attracted this in your life. You've allowed yourself to stay. You need to make the you, you need to make the necessary changes, okay? And again, if you have to stay, more self-care, uh, meditation, right? Physical activity, exercise, right? Therapy, okay? 
it's time the last sentence says this and this is alicia powell speaking here it's time to bulk up some of those self-care practices so that you're better a that you're better able to manage stress because it's unavoidable in a toxic workplace if you feel toxic you need to make sure you have self-care practices that are going against it so again for you it could be every morning i go to the gym i know it's going to be stressful today i have all this anxiety about going in so let me go to the gym let me get out every morning and go for a walk Maybe at the end of the day, you go to the gym. I have been in places before that are so toxic. I actually go for swims when I'm done with that place. I say, okay, the next place I'm going is to a pool. And there's something by jumping into that pool that just washes off the toxicity. And that's something I do. Sometimes going for a walk and I bring a little notepad with me so I can take some notes. And and usually it's got to be about a 90-minute walk minimum right? Walk four or five miles. And because the first two miles, I'm sitting there griping and complaining and I'm upset and I'm angry. And then by mile three, I start to get some clarity and miles three through six, you know, I'm starting able thinking by the end of my walk, I've, I've looked at things I can do better in that place. So again, it's about you. Don't blame the person. Don't blame the culture. Don't blame the relate. Like just get out. Right. You don't have to turn your finger and point and blame it at them. Again, we like to do that because it makes us feel better about ourselves as opposed to saying, hey, I chose this workplace or I chose this relationship. And if you stay in it, that's on you. Right. So I would say that if a workplace is making you feel toxic and it feels toxic to you, you've got to do the job of finding somewhere else to go. Okay. Network talk to people, apply for jobs, whatever it means, and and just give yourself a timeline and say, hey, this next year is not going to be easy. These next six months are not going to be easy. But at the end of it, I'm going to have found a new job. And so I just have to maintain and I'm going to become the best person I can in this situation. That's all I got for you today. I think it's important we talk about this and let's make sure you as a leader, again, one of the things we talked about a lot is if there's no path for people to move forward, that's going to create toxicity within your employees. And if you're a micromanager, that's going to create toxicity with your employees. So let's make sure that you as a leader, you understand that and that you're moving forward and you're making right decisions. I'll see you Friday for uh, our next episode of the Prof JC Leadership Podcast. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. I will see you soon. listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, the Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.